Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. The Canadian Medical Association has come down hard on Saskatchewan. Less than a month after the CMA challenged both Saskatchewan and Alberta for an opt-in, all-hands-on-deck approach to fight COVID. Well, today, the CMA is focusing on Saskatchewan and calling on the Premier, Scott Moe, who's a frequent guest on this program, to increase vaccination rates by mandatory vaccination in healthcare settings. What's the CMA's view as well? I'm curious about Quebec pulling back from its vaccine mandate deadline date for healthcare workers. They did that just recently. And we also have a situation, particularly announced in the province of Ontario just uh, two days ago, where capacity restrictions for restaurants and gyms and so on were eliminated, largely eliminated. Dr. Catherine Smart is the president of the Canadian Medical Association, and she joins us on the Roy Green Show again. Yeah, this is a weekly thing, Doctor Smart. We're going to get you a we're going to get you a nameplate in a parking space. Well, thank you. I'd appreciate that. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Good to talk to you again. You as well. So the message to Saskatchewan and to Premier Mo is what, based on what you're seeing coming out of the province. Absolutely. Things are at an all-time crisis level in Saskatchewan. You know, this week we heard from an ICU physician there that they've actually converted a laundry room into a place to deliver care. Their ICUs are totally over capacity. They're having to ship patients to Ontario. The military's arrived. Yet with all that happening, we still are not seeing Premier Mo willing to put in restrictions around how many people can gather together, which is very clearly what's driving the COVID numbers in that province. So the whole situation there is is a, really a total crisis, and, and the lack of the government's willingness to move forward with more public health strategies um, is really hard to comprehend at this point. So you call it, I mean, it's generally called, euphemistically called now, circuit breakers. So the idea of cutting back on mingling in restaurants and gyms and uh, indoor facilities you want to see that stopped for a period of time in Saskatchewan, or how would you like that approached? The data coming out of Saskatchewan is also, is actually showing that the biggest issue seems to be private gatherings. That's what's really driving the rise in case counts throughout the province, um, and that's why the, there's been a lot of talk about limiting the number of people who can gather together in private residences. So that idea of trying to bubble with maybe one or two other families, limiting contacts uh, outside of your own home, that is what the Medical Officer of Health has been talking about, and that's what their data is showing. Um, so that's one thing that would really be helpful. And then, of course, limiting unvaccinated people gathering together, which they're doing through their vaccine passport program, is another approach which is in place. It's difficult to persuade people in October of 2021 not to gather. You know that. So how do you get around oh, that? Oh, yeah. Or is that that's well, the politician's responsibility, right? Well, it is, but I, I, I mean, I appreciate that. I think we're all tired of the pandemic. That's clear. But I think we also have to realize, you know, we're getting towards, we hope, the end in sight of this. You know, we're optimistic vaccines are about to be improved, approved for kids 5 to 11. That's going to make a big difference. You know, we're continuing to work on increasing vaccination rates with various programs that are incentivizing people to become vaccinated. So, you know, we're kind of in that, that home stretch. Um, but what's happening right now in Saskatchewan is their entire healthcare care system is collapsing because of the unwillingness to just hold on a little bit longer with some of these public health strategies uh, that will allow us to safely reopen. Um, so I, I think it's really people have to think about their responsibilities to the people around them, because right now with the approach they've taken in that province, 
they, they've really driven their healthcare system to collapse. Uh, it's no longer able to meet the needs of the citizens in that province. It's essentially closed down to any sort of elective surgeries, even extremely urgent ones, you know, cancer surgeries, cardiac surgeries, brain surgeries, children's procedures. They're having to fly people out of the province, and they're really only a few people away from having to triage who even has the option of receiving life-saving care. So to me, I think asking people to, you know, just for a little while stay in smaller groups, I don't think is unreasonable. Yeah, again, the the trick is going to be to persuade people to, to do this. And, uh, you know, persuasion as far as vaccines are concerned, I understand that. I'm double vaccinated, and I've talked about it a great deal on the air, and received some considerable, consider, uh, well, how am I going to put this, challenges for the way I've approached it. But that's my business. It's my concern. The, what I hear in response is, then it's my business not to be vaccinated, and if I don't want to be. Tough for the political reality or the politicians and the premiers, and I'm not a big fan of politicians generally, uh, to, to get around that. Look at what's happening in the province of Quebec, where they've had the vaccine mandate for healthcare workers. But Premier Legault, looking at the reality on the ground, said, I guess we have to move the, the, the mandate date back, which they did. I wonder if they're going to do it again. Is it, does it really work? That's the question. That has to concern you, well- right? It absolutely does concern me. I think, you know, what's going on in in Quebec is is complex. I mean, what it reflects as well is just the absolute crisis we have in terms of having enough healthcare workers in our country. You know, if we're so desperate for healthcare professionals, right, that, that you know, some of them choosing not to be vaccinated and therefore not being able to work is going to put the province into a total crisis. What it tells us is there's no depth there. We don't have enough people. Uh, which we know that to be the case, and that is a huge issue. Um, but I think it is clear that vaccine mandates are working and, and things that are, you know, we've got the kind of carrot and stick approach happening, right? Of course, on one hand, our first objective is to educate people, encourage people, answer people's questions, and, and have people choose to be vaccinated. But it's very clear that some people are being compelled by other things like vaccine certificates or passports, you know, travel regulations and things where people have realized, okay, I guess if I don't get vaccinated, I'm really just not going to be able to get on with my life. And it is driving up vaccine rates. So I think we have to have both approaches at this point. I mean, the bottom line is people try to make it sound like there's some sort of debate over vaccines, but the reality is they are safe and effective. That is just a fact. You know, whether or not people want to accept that fact is a different story, but there is really no debate about the truth of that statement. Um, so I think it is important that politicians create policies and make some of these decisions uh, that put that truth front and center. Okay, now one other question for you, Dr. Smart. Ontario, and before Ontario, British Columbia, largely removing capacity restrictions. What are your thoughts? Again, you have people in Saskatchewan saying, hey, look, uh, Ontario, look at B.C. Why should we, why should we do things differently? It's it becomes a tough sell, or it can. Well, I think the situation in Saskatchewan is completely different no, I understand because that. of this healthcare system. But crisis, its perception right? becomes so think, reality, right? No, for sure. But I think the people in that province, you know, obviously can see what's going on. It's been all over the news. I think you know the healthcare people there are speaking out very loudly. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I think what's important for people to to appreciate is that. We're not dealing with the exact same situation everywhere. Like you said, we know that. Um, but I think people need, you know, people in these provinces need to be able to look around and say, hey, wh- what parts of the country have done better? And what's quite clear is the parts of the country that have been more cautious have removed uh, restrictions, you know, slowly, gradually, and then also been 
willing to pivot back on decisions when clearly what they were doing wasn't working. Um, those are the provinces that are doing better. The provinces that have just gone, okay, it's, you know, COVID's over, we're done, we're not going to put anything in place, are, of course, Alberta and Saskatchewan, have done the worst. Um, and we've also seen in both those provinces the most reluctance in terms of pivoting back and, and being like, okay, you know, we tried something, it didn't work, let's put these things back in place and we'll try again when our vaccination rates are higher, our okay. hospitals are offloaded, and spread is less, right? So I think... We just, we need caution. You know, COVID shows us at every turn, we're, we're never better than it. We're never smarter than it. It's changing. The Delta variant was a total game changer in terms of transmissibility, but also in terms of making much younger people much sicker. So it's a different situation than we were before. And I think, you know, I understand it's frustrating for, for people to be like, well, why do things keep changing? But that is the reality of a rapidly changing infectious disease. Um, and we are going to have to continue to pivot, change our minds, try things, be willing to be wrong, and then try something different uh, in order to stay ahead of this. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.